0: You're listening to 2325 Fitness, your favorite health and fitness podcast with your hosts Rafi Husseini and Talhaja Vaid. If you're new here, in this podcast, we discuss factual and evidence-based information that covers all aspects of health and fitness. In this episode, our guest Muneeb Salmani is a pro boxer and an MMA fighter. He talks about his passion for getting into sports, how he loves food, and why he loves having his own gym, and he loves training. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back everyone to 2325 Fitness, your favorite health and fitness podcast. Today we have with us Muneeb Salmani. Muneeb, he is a pro boxer, has an MMA, has a kickboxing, and he's he has been into, I would say, fighting, uh, fighting as a sport for most of his life. He's had 21 fights total under his belt, which is split between professional boxing, MMA, and he also has six kickboxing, kickboxing amateur fights as well. Muneeb, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, how are
0: you? Good, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for taking the time to, to be with us and to share your experiences in fields of uh, endurance training and fighting training. So to enlighten us and uh, the audience, what led you to decide your career as a pro boxer? I know you mentioned when we were having a conversation earlier, you mentioned that you were self thought you, lo- you saw a lot of YouTube videos and got interested and taught yourself. So what motivated you to take this route and make a career out of it?
1: So I was, I was always into sports growing up. I loved basketball when I was young. Actually, I loved basketball more than any other sport. So I was I was playing basketball when I was like in kindergarten and I remember people would always tell me like, hey, you're not going to be tall enough to make it to NBA. This crushed my dream, broke my heart, wow. you know, and then like obviously I'd, I actually didn't grow tall enough to play in the NBA, <laughs> nor was I uh, good enough either. But um, I, I found a sport that could uh, allow anybody to do, you know, like it didn't have any size restriction, weight restriction. And I really appreciated that, and I also appreciated uh, the fact that you could take things into your own hands and be a one-on-one sport. And honestly, when I first started training, I didn't, I didn't intend on being a fighter. I just wanted to learn how to defend myself and protect myself. And it really, it really led me to being obsessed with the sport. Like I just wanted to be the, I honestly, wanted to be the toughest kid on my block because all the kids that I was friends with were older than me. You know, they used to kick their shit on me all the time, beat me up, and I'd go home and I'd be like pissed. I search up YouTube videos, and I'm like, how am I going to beat these guys? And I was just training, training, training all the time, obsessed. I remember I'd watch, like, Dwayne Ludwig. I don't know if you guys know who he is.
0: Uh, Not familiar with him, no. He coached, like,
1: TJ Dillashaw.
0: I don't know if you guys know yeah. TJ
1: Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Chad Mendez. like, he, he was their, their coach. He also fought in the UFC. He had, like, a five-second knockout. Dude was a good striker, and I would just watch all his, like, videos uh, that he put out. I remember he was probably, like, my age when he was making those videos now. So when I was little, I was watching him. And then it led me to slowly, like, try out all these different types of sports.
0: So you are, you are 25 years now and 25 years old now, and you're from Dearborn. So I can imagine, like, when you were talking about when you were little, that was, like, in your early middle school days when you were, like, a kid and probably, like, I mean, Even being younger. In Dearborn, yeah, and then being in Dearborn, Detroit area, it's like, you know, how rough it gets at times you know with a lot Mm -hmm. of issues so that kind of motivated you to you know get back and basically self-defense is how you started and then you realize Mm -hmm. you know there's something that you really like now with that with that mindset there's a lot of people that think that oh boxing or MMA or any kind of you know fighting sport is a tough sport so what would you say that for anyone who's a beginner who has had no experience and, you know, just like you want to learn self-defense and maybe eventually make a career out of it, where, where could they begin? What would their first few steps be?
1: So at first, I'd recommend being really good at it before you get in the ring. There's a lot of people that I see who, just to put it plain and simple, uh, it's not a sport where if you're not good, you should try it because you're going to get physically hurt. So I don't rec- recommend it. Like I've had friends and as, a, as I've started to get into my coaching, I've realized this, like there's a lot of people, they might hang around the gym, they might be around fighters and they'll start to get a false sense of confidence that they're better than they are. And it's not that they can't get, get good. There are some people who just will never really be good at fighting. Like it is like that sometimes, or they have like they, their potential is very low and then they might run into somebody who's, like, going to be the next world champion. So it's a very dangerous sport, and I think it's a a very honest sport, but it requires someone to be honest with themselves before they get in. So if you're actually – if you feel like you're actually good at it, do it. But if you know in your heart you're not a good fighter, don't get in there. It's not one of these, like, participation sports. It's really really dangerous.
0: Would you say that – I mean, for you, of course, like you said, it's self-defense. And I think for a lot of people – a lot of people who get bullied, a lot of people who get – uh, have issues at school I think that's really where it starts from them but let's say someone who's not 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 taking that route you know someone who has never been bullied is just average student do you think or would you say that there has to be some motivation behind them to get into the sport or they can just get it just for the fun aspect of it
1: oh 100 you can you sh- you sh- can before anything else you should have fun with whatever you do I that's how I feel because personally I made a decision in my life to not do things that I don't enjoy so If you want to just have fun, pick up a new hobby, it's definitely a blast. It's really fun to get in there, hit the bag, hit the mitts. It's good for you mentally more than it is physically, I believe. Awesome.
2: And then Uh, uh, earlier we were talking, he mentioned, you know, you start off with Taekwondo and then MMA and all these forms of martial arts. Uh, How how does boxing for a lot of people, they always ask an MMA fighter versus a boxer. Like some people might understand what's the differences, first of all. Okay. So, with myself, I, I started very, very young and I
1: thought like all the movies would show like Kung Fu and Karate and Taekwondo type stuff, you know. So that's why I thought I would start with my training, you know. So I went to the local Taekwondo gym and it just wasn't what I wanted, you know, like I would get kicked off of sparring, I wouldn't be allowed to spar because it was going too hard. It wasn't I, I realized really soon that you're not allowed to punch people either. So that kind of like led me away from it. And then I started watching MMA when I was in high school. And MMA, like, I fell in love. I fell in love. It was before I was probably, like, eighth grade or so. I saw Anderson Silva. I don't know if you guys know him. Mm -hmm. But I saw him fighting. And I was like, whoa, this guy is doing some stuff that he's punching people. He's elbowing, kneeing, kicking, doing Muay Thai. And I really fell in love with that. So then I started training Muay Thai, kickboxing, full-on MMA. So MMA is, like, basically you're allowed to do any of the sports, any of the martial arts, boxing, wrestling, kickboxing, Muay Thai, jiu-jitsu, Collectively, with a uniformed rules like obviously there's a couple of things you can't do like you can't hit people in the groin, poke them in the eyes, can't grab their hair, you know things like that, right? The and then you have boxing. Boxing for me was a later found love, you know. So when I started training with my boxing coach Cara in like 2014, I didn't I didn't really know that much about boxing. I I thought I had it down, but she broke it down for me. Boxing is a real science. Like there's such minuscule details to it it's a gentleman's game so it's just hands and I really started to, to fall in love with boxing about five six years ago and towards the end of like my fight days like I started to really like boxing more than anything else in the in the whole fight game
2: so to add on to that of course with MMA you're saying there's different forms of martial arts it could be striking mm-hmm. wrestling jiu-jitsu etc and boxing right. is purely like you said a gentleman's sport using fists essentially yes. um, of course the level of intensity is there for both sports but mm-hmm. how do the workouts differ meaning is it more cardio for something like boxing goes 12 rounds at times or just mm-hmm. how does it differ the workouts okay. i think it differs
1: more in the training room than it does anywhere else so in the in the mma gyms that i've been at for the most part unless you got people coming in from different gyms you're not really trying to kill your partners you're really it's more like a wrestling team feel like there's a brotherhood the camar- camaraderie I'd say whereas like in the boxing gym you could be at any boxing gym right and be in there and you're your own team you and your coach and whoever is in your in your training camp or, or anything that's your team it doesn't matter what names outside there's no like there's no like camaraderie so I could I could see you every single day and then if we're around the same weight when we get in the ring we it's a real fight in sparring in the training room so the intensity of the boxing room is a lot different and then what i also started to realize when i when i went to the boxing gym uh they don't so much hold your hand as much in in the boxing gym like you you have you should be in there you should do your jump rope and your bag work your, all your all your road work your running and then when you get to the gym you have to you have to earn the time with your trainer basically whereas like the the mma gym is like more like a wrestling wrestling team type of feel
2: Gotcha. So for someone trying to get into this, I guess one discouragement factor will be COVID and a lot of gyms are limited. Uh, how has it affected your training and how would you, you know, uh, give advice to anyone else?
0: If someone well, wants to like right now, you know, given this period of like, we all know, like there are a lot of closed doors, matches, professional games going on. But mm-hmm. it's not the same, but that's because they're on a professional level. It's not the same for an amateur beginner to have yeah. as easily.
1: Yeah, I've, I've only been to one event since COVID started. It was like uh, two weeks ago. I was in Tennessee for my fence fight. And it's been like about a year and a half since I've been at any fights, really. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like I had a fight that was booked March 20th. I was supposed to fight and COVID, COVID basically stopped that fight like four days before, five days before the fight. Mm-hmm. So I was really hoping that I could get in there. But at the same time, I also got COVID at the same time. And I, I, and I was like, all right, well, I can't fight. I'm sick and the fights are canceled. So honestly, right now it's like it's like a tough time for anybody trying to get into the sport in that regard. I would say if you if you are looking at the sport, like I said, get in get in the gym, just start training, train to be good at fighting because it can serve you in your everyday life. You never know when it will.
0: Like COVID affected your personal training, your conditioning, your in, in any way?
1: Um, honestly, I started training more when COVID first started. I started training more. I got in really good shape and it was because like I owned the gym. So I was still allowed to go to the gym, even when gyms are really closed. So I was able to like sneak in there and get some workouts in when I could. And honestly, I was in there a lot because there wasn't really much to do. But then uh, now my gym's under construction. So I haven't been training as much. I've just been focused on the business side of things and getting that all sorted out. But I'm looking at getting like my training back on in the next couple of weeks.
0: That's uh, that's actually really impressive because you're like one of the first few people. Actually, one of the couple of people we had uh, we spoke to Abdul Karim Sulwadi from Dallas recently, and he's the same way. You know, he's like, I love training. You know, my intensity has gone up in COVID, so mm-hmm. it's it's impressive that you've done that because I think you're in a sport that where I think people who are in this sport of fighting, I don't think they have the luxury to like relax for a really long time because they have mm-hmm. to be conditioned. And I know that you just mentioned that, you know, for a year and a half, you haven't been fighting. You haven't been able to fight due to COVID and other circumstances. What was your longest time period, you would say, between boxing, MMA, and uh, kickboxing? Where did you spend most of your career?
1: I'd say MMA.
0: MMA. And yeah. now with you being an MMA and a, and a pro boxer as well, how would you say that training for a fight in season, you know, when know fight's coming up, and you're training like in a time period versus training and your diet in off season how does that look like how different is it and uh for someone who is just trying to get into it how can they like manage both the aspects of it so with with MMA you have to allot your
1: time to many different different things you have to allot your time for your wrestling for your jiu-jitsu then you have to make time for your kickboxing your boxing so there's many different things in the game that you have to work on you have to know like I can't do everything in one day, you know? So you you have to be like a, like a Swiss army knife. You have to be able to get into every single world and, and compete, you know? And then with boxing, like all you have to do is focus on, on boxing, which is really, really fun. And I I enjoy that because like what I felt when I started doing the boxing for a while and training for the boxing fight, I came back for my MMA fights. My boxing was way better, you know? So that's something that I really enjoyed about it. I don't particularly have a favorite between the two now. It's like, it's kind of like imagine like you had two kids, right? You can't choose between two kids. You love them both. That's how I feel about it.
0: Right. So for you, it's they're both on the same level. But, but if you were to choose, but if you were to choose between one for the rest of your life, you know, you can either do in boxing training or MMA training. What would you choose?
1: I'll probably choose MMA because there's, I'm the type of person who, who gets bored after if i do something for too long at the same time so like i i enjoy being able to do anything i want obviously like striking is my favorite like i love kickboxing boxing it's my two favorite things in the world right but i still want to be able to have that option of like going in and wrestling because i love that too
0: i mean again it goes back to your career as a pro boxer and your career as an mma fighter and i know that personally you know you have you have a an instagram you have a fight food for fight or a uh, foodies you. and fighters Foodies and fighters right you got that page right now how does that aspect yeah. fit into it I mean for a regular person you know being a foodie and working out is a whole different thing but for someone who's a professional like yourself how do you balance that you know enjoying all this kind of like junk foods or like the health like the unhealthy food and yet you're still able to like condition and maintain your body to a level where it's required yeah so
1: uh I was I wasn't the most disciplined guy when it came to food during my fighting time I love food. I remember there was a a time when I had a training camp where every single day after the fight, after training, I would go and get a milkshake from McDonald's. Terrible idea. I ended up missing weight. It was embarrassing, but it was just a learning experience. I was an amateur. I was a young kid. I was, like, about 21 years old. I needed to learn that you can't do that every single day, and um, honestly, like, I'm not big into nutrition, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not into, like, eating the healthiest food. I don't like it. And like I said, I don't like doing things that I don't like. Uh, I love, I love food. So I love my pizza, my burgers, my Coca-Cola. Like I love all that. And you know what? I just have this mentality towards it. Like if I'm going to eat bad in, in, in the, during the day, I'm going to drink a lot of water. That's the first thing because it flushes out your, your body. And then I'm going to work out like it's going to get that stuff out of me, you know? And then uh, another thing is like, I don't eat that many meals. Like, so I don't, I don't eat throughout the day. I'll eat like one or two big meals. I'm not that big on sugar, you know? So like, I'll eat my burger and pizza and everything, but like, I'm not into candy or junk food like that in that regard.
0: So what advice would you give for someone who's like trying to cut weight, trying to lose weight, trying to not cut weight, that's a professional term, but trying to lose Mm -hmm. weight just start a fitness, you know, new fitness journey, getting a healthy aspect, but also at the same time, want to maintain their, you know, good, like the unhealthy food with the pizza and the burgers, what would you advise for them without going off track?
1: Right. So I would say don't overdo it. Like don't go crazy and, and try to like uh, just cut out everything you like because then you're not going to be that happy. Um, Work hard, really. If you're, if you, even if you, if you eat something like, you know, it's not good for you or if you're out with friends and family, cheat on your diet. It's okay. It's not the end of the world if you're if you're hanging out with Rafi and your and your friend and you just go and have like a burger that day. It's not the end of the world. You can still burn it off, you can still work it off later, you know. And then after that, you can stay disciplined to your diet. But I say, like when you're out and you're about, enjoy yourself, enjoy your life, and and then just make time for your for your workouts. If you need to add an extra workout because you wanted to eat a little bit more, do it. Do an extra 10 minutes of jump rope. 10 minutes of jump rope is equivalent of a 30-minute run. People don't know this, but jump roping is the number one. Workout for boxing. People think it just looks cool, but no, that's super important. Like when I when I knew like that day I ate an extra slice of pizza or something, I will just hit the jump rope extra hard 10 minutes and burn it off. Mm-hmm.
2: That's- so real real quick also, we're mentioning like workouts and diets. I feel like in the fighting game, a huge or any sport for that matter, the a huge aspect is the mental part of it, keeping you sharp. So with all your experience of all the fighting styles, boxing MMA, how big is the mental game in the whole part of it? Oh, it's, it's the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing. I've, I've had nights where, where,
1: uh, well, I'll say this. I've had two types of, of nights in my fight career. Uh, either I've had nights when there's nothing's going to stop me. And that mindset is the best mindset to have. And then I've had nights where I'm just like, I just don't feel like doing it, you know? And if you don't feel like doing it, it's the worst time because you can't, can't say, let me do this tomorrow. You know, and the whole yeah. event is set up, you know, it's too late. Uh, it's really like you, you can't let people, you can't let doubts deep in. You can't let outside situations affect you. Like I remember, I remember like I, I would say I would eat, like I, like I said, I would eat bad and everything and just do whatever I wanted. And honestly, that's when I felt better going into the fight. Mm-hmm. Like going into a fight knowing like I can do whatever I want before the fight. Nothing matters except what's on fight night, you know, and believing in my preparation, whether, whether I mess around, I'm coming with my best. It doesn't matter.
2: And that's yeah, and the best I, mentality to have. Right. And just an example, of course, I think we all know Mike Tyson and going into the fights before he played the psychological game like Conor McGregor does, did now. And he would scare them before the fight. That's number one. And then his trainer would pipe him up like, you're the best in the world, you're this and that. Just putting him in that mental state of mind, he's already got the fight won before it even happened. So just to speak on that part, that's, that's great to hear that. And I
0: think uh, back mindset. in the day, Muhammad Ali, like, he was so proud and like, you know, Like he would, he would diss his uh, opponent just like that in the mind game, even the ring, he was like one of the best trash talkers back in the time. So I think that's like very important to understand that having your strong mindset and how to probably like play around with other, your opponent's mindset. So talking about the mindset aspect, what I know that you told me that, you know, you for you was self-defense and like you love a lot of food and stuff, right? And discipline. Discipline, as you just mentioned, plays a huge role for any kind of fitness or any kind of goal that you want to achieve. How did you train yourself growing up and what would you recommend for people who are starting out to make sure that they're aiming for their goals and their discipline and their mindset is set on achieving what they want? Uh,
1: so when I was training a lot and I was really attacking the fight game, what I did was I really wanted to train with the best guys in the gym. And you know what? I just, at the time when I first came into the gym, fresh out of high school, I just wasn't good enough, you know? And I accepted that. And I saw, and I wanted to be there. And, like, they would tell me, like, not yet, kid. Like, keep keep trying, you know? So, what I did was, like, I saw the, the best guy in the gym, right? Uh, his name was Cody Stame at the time. He was the best guy in the gym. hardest working,
0: like, in Michigan.
1: Uh, he, he He used to train here in Michigan. Now he's in Vegas. He's a top 10 UFC fighter, you know? But I really looked up to him at, back in the day, right? Especially when it came to, like, what he could do in the gym, right? And I'd see him, and I'd be like, man, what, what is he doing that's so different than everybody? So I'd watch him before before class. He'd be the first guy there at the gym. He'd be there early. He'd chat a box, do bag work, get a full workout before, before practice even starts. And then he'd do practice, right? And then after practice, when everyone's hanging out and talking and chatting, he'd go put his headphones in and shadow box for another 30 minutes and ride the bike for an extra 30 minutes or something crazy. So then I was like, you know what? If I want to be like that, I'm gonna do everything he does. So I start showing up to the gym early. I start doing extra practices, like coming in as much as I can, volunteering at the gym to just be in there, you know? And then eventually, like, like I started, I literally made a list of all the guys I wanted to beat up in the gym. I swear. <laughs> I was so psycho. I was like, I want to beat this guy, this guy, this guy up. And I, and I was putting time frames. like in two months, you have to be able to kick this guy's ass every day, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then trying to reach like the, the, the top guys, you know? And then eventually like when I got pretty good, like the, all the guys would, like they would fly me out to where they needed me to train with they, Like they would just ask me to be a part of it. Like I started becoming a sort of like an expert at certain things. And from there, I really think like you just have to show up and, and find the, the hardest worker in the gym and try to outwork him.
0: Interesting. And for someone, what are some of the tips that you did for yourself and you would recommend for someone like, I would say maybe a self-talk or a prep talk that you have to give yourself? Because you, you just said that you had two nights, you know I mean? Of course, the nights where you're like, I got this, you know, for that, you're already ready. But the nights that you're just like, I don't want to do this. How did you prepare yourself the next morning going into a fight? So I'll say this,
1: um, it, starts, it starts long before the fight. It starts with visual- visualization, and I was big on that. Like, I would, the day of my fight, this is what I would do. I would visualize the initial engagement. Now, the initial engagement is when the fight starts, right? But it's also when everything that you were thinking about, all the doubts, everything just just gone, because now you're in a fight. Nothing else matters, right? So I would visualize the initial engagement, how I'm going to engage, how I'm going to engage safely and get, get, my, get my bearings under me and get this fight going. And from, from that, I started to understand things about myself. Like if I would listen to people, if I would care too much, if I would watch too much film about my opponent or doubt it, it's all unnecessary. Like it, it's a fight between you and yourself more than it is between you and the opponent. Whether you win or lose, the goal is to just show the best, uh, the best that you can. Like you just have to go out there and do what you can, and people will be 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 proud of you. Your family's still gonna like. Your friends are still gonna like. You. It's not at the end of the world. So, uh, I remember I lost my first two pro fights, and I just this is a,
0: this is an MMA,
1: an MMA. Yeah, I lost my first two pro fights, and it was because like I was doing these big weight cuts. I was cutting down to 125 from like, like around 155. Wow. It was terrible. I was I was I wouldn't feel good the night of the day of the fight, the night of the fight. You know, I just wasn't feeling myself. Um, obviously, like, every fighter doubts himself. Even Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali, everybody doubts himself. And, like, I just couldn't. Like, there was days when, I, like, I'd fight sick from how terrible the weight cut was. So when I did lose my first two pro fights, my my boxing coach, Kara, like, she was just like, you know what? You're not going to take a break. Like, everyone was telling me, take a break, you know, just take a break, you know? And she just was like, no, don't take a break. Get in there. Redeem yourself, you know? Go do what you got to do. And then she told me those words she was like, remember what you started for? Like, and when I started, I just started because I, I loved it and I wanted to have fun. And so I remember like the next like five fights, I just had a blast. I had a blast. I was going in there like not, like if someone came up to me and told me uh, like something that could even instill a little bit of doubt, like I hate to say this, but I, I've cussed out some of my best friends on fight Told him to get the f out of my face, get the fudge out of my room, uh, get out of my locker room. I've kicked people out of my locker room. Like, no negativity whatsoever during fight day. Like I remember, one of my best friends came up to me in my last fight and was like, uh, "Hey, like, bro, like, all of Grand, all of Dearborns in Grand Rapids right now for you for this fight." Blah blah, bro, it's crazy. And I'd like told him get the fudge out of my, my locker room. You know, like, get out of here. Don't don't make me try to doubt myself or anything. I ended up uh, losing that fight by injury. My, my shoulder got dislocated in the fight. But I kicked that kid's ass, you know? Like, I didn't... I was proud of myself. I felt like I was. I won that fight if it weren't for an injury. But, yeah, my last five fights, I came in with a great mentality and it was like an I-don't-care mentality and I'm going to do whatever I want to do.
0: That's a very very uh, really interesting perspective you got that, 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 to, like, visualize your goals. As visualize, I think, you can relate that to when it comes to overall fitness. It's like, visualize mm-hmm. where you want to see, visualize where you want to be. I think a lot of time. Most of us get carried away with like the aesthetics or like, oh, I want to look this way. I want to look that way. And we oversee the aspect of we're getting stronger, our body feels better. So I think it's like visualizing the, the bigger goal. And of course, mm-hmm. as you just mentioned removing all negativity around you. That's going to, uh, how would you put it, stop you from getting, getting those goals. So that's a very interesting perspective that you really just explained. Now, I know we talked a lot about food, and I mean, I'm a foodie myself, so that, that's like a topic that really intrigues me a lot, is that going into a fight, and you just said, you know, going into fight night, you were having your pizzas, your burgers, like, and we all know that from an athletic point of view, it's, it's it's a difference between having nutrient-dense food versus just food that are just, you know, are just filling you up. How did you, and I know you told me that when you cut weight, how low of the calories you were eating. So when you were eating these kind of food going into fight night, you know, right before a fight, or like even if you, did, if you were fired how did that make you feel? Versus when you, I don't know if you did, but if you tried not to eat these things and fight, how did how did that make a difference in your performance?
1: I, I don't I don't really know because like I would just I would just diet the last couple of weeks to make weight, and sometimes it would like be like terrible. Like like I would say this to my friends like my teammates. I was like I can make any weight cut tough. Like literally like I, I've had fights where I fought at one forty. Like oh. and I, I was like walking like one fifty five, one sixty, and I still made it difficult. You know, like it's just, it's just like this it's is, just who this I am. Is,
0: for the audience listening, all this is while you're eating the food you love. Yeah, yeah. Like I just <laughs> couldn't. I just
1: like there's some something about it. Like I just didn't like not eating what I wanted to. Like I, I just couldn't help it. Like I'm not a nutrition guy. I was a fighter. Like I would just be like. But also to go back to what we were talking about, like go, when I went on that tear, like winning four four fights by knockout and going into that fifth fight with the main event when I was feeling my best, I also moved up a weight class. Right. I moved up to 135. I stopped I stopped doing the one, 125 because I had a lot of success at 125 as an amateur. I was the number one ranked guy in, in Michigan, number two in the Midwest. And I wanted to carry that on in, in, the, in the pros, but it just was unrealistic to try to cut that much weight I didn't enjoy it anymore. I, I started to hate fighting, and you don't want to. You don't want to do things that you, you hate, pretty much.
0: So, what limited you, or I? I don't know if you were still. I, I hope and I assume that you're going to be training for professional fights coming on.
1: Um, honestly, like I, I just right now, I've been con- contemplating it. Like I still have, like in my in my mind, I have like unfinished business in fighting, but at the same time, I just like. I was able to take a bad situation with a shoulder injury. Like I I tore my labrum completely uh, on all four sides. And the crazy part is it happened in a time where like I was on a four fight win streak all by knockout. And I was thinking like to myself, like, hey, string a couple more big wins together. You might be able to get a UFC call, you know, especially the style of fighting that I was fighting. Like I had that big flying knee knockout. I had that knockout at Motor City. In, like, 20 seconds, like, I had a couple really big big things happen. And I was thinking to myself, like, string a couple more in the fighting style that you fight, the way that you fight, you're going to go somewhere. And at the same time, I started to do something outside of outside of training. And I wanted to, I didn't want to work a job anymore. Like, that was something that, that was also getting me to, to a place where I was unhappy. Because, like, I looked at so, so many fighters that I knew. Who were older than me had done it before me were talented as hell some that i swear I know, I know some that went on like 10 fight win win streaks against the toughest guys and never got calls to the ufc you know mm-hmm. and it, it was just sad to see that and i was like what if that happens to me what if i go on a 10 fight win streak and don't get this call from the Uf- ufc am i going to be the guy who works at the gas station the rest of my life i was like i can't freaking do that so i started uh i started training people one one-on-one personal training with holding mitts, like all that. And it kind of sucked because like for me to, to, to stop doing that after I built up such a big clientele and everything and to get my shoulder repaired, it would require me to be out probably a year from, from work, like, which is what I want to do now. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. So right now I'm in the, in the mindset of like getting my gym, my baby to, to blow up and be huge so that that way, once the gym can operate on its own and, and make me money, then I can take that year off from, from work and, and sit back and just, you know, do business stuff while I let my shoulder heal and then hopefully get back in the cage or a ring.
0: That's really amazing. So right now, uh, you have your gym, Weaver's gym out in Garden City, and I think it's going under renovations due to COVID and other things, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And that's, that's, that led you, your training for your passion for training led you to open up a gym, which is basically, you know, for you, it's like, even if I'm not fighting, I wanna find some avenue to keep doing this and helping others in the same time. What, what, is, what would you say has been when you were fighting and even now in the past year with COVID and currently, what has been your favorite part about training throughout your entire career up till now?
1: My favorite part would have to be a lot of the people that I've met, man. Like I've met some so many good people throughout the game. Like literally I've made friends with photographers, uh, videographers uh judges referees fighters uh so many people coaches from other other places other states like just so many great people that i've met that's been my favorite thing just meeting all these different people i would i would literally like look forward to like all the events going around the state and just making these bonds and and connections with all these people because again at the end of the day we all have a similar similar dream a similar goal we all love the same thing and it just like kind of bonded everybody
2: Earlier you were talking about uh, the hardest working fighter in the gym. Were you talking about Cody Garbrandt? By any no, chance? no, I'm no. I was gonna say
1: ta- I was talking
2: about okay. Co- Cody Stamen. he's a good friend of mine. Okay, he fights in the UFC. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, on that topic of training, once again, just for some people out there that are new, what are some? What are your five favorite workouts that someone could start? It could be bag work, striking, groundwork, anything. Um, I would say my my favorite is probably sparring uh
1: it's just so much fun just punch your friend in the face it's the best (laughs) thing in the world uh mitt work number two uh and then I would probably say like hitting the punch shield or or kick shield because those Mm -hmm. two you just get to hit as hard as you can um and I'd also say the last one would probably be shadow boxing just visualization just putting on the headphones moving people think it's the weirdest thing ever if they've never done fighting like why are you fighting the air but it's it's a good time
0: I've heard, also heard that shadow boxing is a very, one of, one of good forms of cardio if done right yeah. for the proper, um, uh, intensity, proper intensity.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, if it's, a. I always, I always say this about shadow boxing, it's a way to improve your software without damaging your hardware. Like you can't
2: get hurt doing it and you can only get better if you do it. Awesome. Actually, real quick, cause speaking of jump rope, what's a good jump rope workout? Let's say right now I wanted to start. What would be like a good interval?
1: I'd say probably do uh, three, three-minute rounds or, or three, three-and-a-half-minute rounds and then 30-second rest in between each round. Cool. That's, a, that's a good one. It'll, it's about 10, 15 minutes. You'll be done with it. It'll be good for you.
0: That's great. I want to quickly shed some light on maybe uh, you can elaborate more on this and Talha, you can chime in as well. As, uh, Talha, actually, I would like to ask you, how do you remember back when you were training with MMA uh i know that you've been for in for a little bit how how was your training regime back then and then we'll come back to muneeb to talk about how his training is today and see if there's a lot of differences and changing trends over the years that people may have gone through or, or are seeing
2: so it's really funny because what uh, muneeb was mentioning about you know when people are talking in the beginning his friend cody would uh have workouts going already and when practice started that's when he actually started as well but and then our podcast before we talk about CrossFit and HIT workouts. Ours was kind of similar. We'd work, we'd warm up with like a hit workout. It'd be like three sets of like jumping lunges, squats, push ups, just simple body movements, and then go on a run as a warm up. And that would take like 30 minutes. Then we would start like striking or whatever it was for the day, groundwork, and, and then finish it off with another run. So it essentially be two and a half hours of training. That's just the basics of what we did. Now
0: right, going back to you, Money. Is that something you still see today—the same form, or the same time frame, or the same intensity of training, or is it like broken down into bif- different things, but in the same time frame?
1: Uh, me and my old team—we used to do it a little bit differently. We used to we used to train uh, shorter intervals but more intense. So we would do like like a forty-five minute hard wrestling day. You know, we just do the hard practice forty-five awesome, minutes. 15 minutes probably warming up and, and stretching. And before that, obviously, like we do, like, the, the technique of it. Probably spend, like, 30 minutes on technique, learn a couple of new moves. And then we do, like, our 45 minutes hard. Or even sometimes we break it down to, like, 15 or 25. you know, Like, the closer I got to, the, to my fight, the closer I'd replicate the time frame of that fight. Like, say, if I was fighting a five-round title fight as an amateur, uh, I would try to do five rounds hard as hell, hard as I can of sparring, hard, five rounds hard as I can bag work, five rounds, uh, mitt work, you name it. Similar to like, I learned that from GSP. I learned that that was his way of, of training. He was like, I want to be the best fighter for 25 minutes because that's my job, not to be the best fighter for two hours because it's, we don't fight for two hours.
0: That's really impressive that, you know, like you train so much just for a short period of time. It's, it and it, it really requires a lot. It asks a lot of your body. So again, for audience listening, as uh, Money mentioned, If you are really thinking to make a career out of this field, make sure you're ready to give it all because it will hurt you. It will hurt you real bad.
1: Uh, I would just say, like, but also, like, if you do want to make it a career, like, try to set yourself up in a way where you can do something around the sport in the future. Pay attention when your coach is teaching something. There are so many guys that I remember and girls that I would train with. uh, Coach would say something. It would come through this year, out this year, and they'd never, never revisit it. You know, they'd have to relearn it. I'd say start practicing how you want to teach people. Maybe teach it to your brother, or sister at home. Teach it to your spouse. Uh, just try to get in that because I think there's so much potential for guys who, in the gym training all the time, to make a career in the boxing for fitness or kickboxing for fitness industry or work at their title boxing club. Like make it, make something out of it. Take something from this.
0: And that's that was my next point is you have your own successful gym now, and it was on for a little bit, but now due to COVID again, as we mentioned earlier, it's going through renovations. Mm-hmm. What has your experience been as a, as, a, as a professional in the fighting career, coming down to a trainer and having your own facility and own gym? What has your experience been? And what are some advice that you would ask, you would tell people that are trying to go the same route? You know, a lot of people have open gyms, a lot of people are, you know, trying to get different things going on in COVID. How has it been for you and what would you say?
1: Honestly, it's been it's been a blast. It's been, I never thought I would I would open my own gym. I was always uh, thinking like I'd be at my old gym for life. But uh, once you start doing your own thing and gaining a lot of success, like you realize, like, it's time to go and spread my wings and do my own thing. And that's kind of like where I was at. Like, I just had to make my own thing. Like, I knew I knew uh, I couldn't work for nobody. I, I was like, I hate working for people. And I hate working jobs. Like, I don't want to work a job. I don't want to do something that every single day I feel like this is miserable or dreadful. So if you truly love it and you want to do it and you think you're up for it because owning any kind of business is such hard work. It's not easy. And I'm not, I'm not a businessman before this mind, mind you. Like I'd never done anything business wise or anything. uh, But luckily I have a great partner who has been mentoring me and guiding me in that, in that route. But I do have a really good work ethic and I do what it takes to make sure like, that the gym comes first and is successful.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Manim, again, for, you know, taking our time and sharing your wonderful experience with us. We have two questions for you, which is what we call the round of all our podcasts. So number mm-hmm. one, who's your favorite athlete in the sport?
1: Oof, this is a tough one. Uh, favorite athlete in in uh in boxing or MMA both. Well, for you since you've been in both both played it up both boxing and MMA uh i would say i'll say probably muhammad ali i know a lot of people are going to say this answer but truly like i i resonate with him and you can you can always tune into him he's a great fighter to watch a uh, great person outside of the ring like watching his interviews you'll learn more than anything
0: and the second question actually i have three questions for you but your second question is, one person dead or alive in this field or any field that you would want to work out with?
1: Work out with? Um, Muhammad Ali.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I don't want to give the same answer twice. Um, I mean, hey, it
0: could be, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are people out there that wanted to know how the champ trained or be with them, even in the shadow. Honestly, I'll, I'm going to choose someone.
1: Again, like you, uh, you can choose both. So, again – Actually, I want to choose I want to choose a non-fighter. I'm going to choose Kobe Bryant. Okay. See, again, Kobe's that's, my favorite, favorite that's athlete the, and all the intensity time. that you need. So yeah. Kobe's cool. my favorite athlete of all time. And I,
0: I don't know if you remember, I said uh, basketball is my favorite sport ever. Yep. Yep. By the way, in the first question, you only mentioned Muhammad Ali from boxing. You still have to mention your favorite athlete from MMA.
1: Favorite athlete from MMA and Max Holloway.
0: Oh, Max Holloway. Nice. I love Max Holloway. He's so good at fighting. And now for a third question for you, which sure. is? Now you get an opportunity to fight one really top athlete. You would want to fight in your career, dead or alive. Well, yeah, sure, dead or alive.
1: Uh, I've thought about this a lot, but like, I want, I would love to fight Bruce Lee.
0: Wow, martial arts, huh? Yeah, Bruce Lee. I,
1: I want, I would want to challenge myself against him. I just like everybody has like a uh, big respect for him, and and they. They believe the hype, you know, so I'd be I'd be the guy who'd want to take it, you know, or, or get my beat. Who knows?
0: That's awesome. <laughs> appreciate it. Definitely. And uh, thank you so much for taking your time once again. We appreciate you coming here. I know you have your gym. Weaver's boxing. It's in Garden City. Where can mm-hmm. people find you or find the information on the gym if they want to reach out?
1: So you can follow me at Munif Salmani or you can follow the gym page. Probably the gym page is even better. Uh, Weavers Boxing. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Just at Weavers Boxing on Instagram. Oh, and we also have TikTok as well. If you guys want to uh, learn anything online, I'm going to be dropping an online course here in the next couple months. And hopefully people uh, like it.
0: We give a lot yeah, of free definitely. tips, by the way. Definitely. Free he, tips all day. He, uh, I can attest to it. Money does put a lot of uh, learning videos, techniques and tactics. So please do follow the page. And again, thank you so much, Money, for being with us. We look forward to hopefully hosting you again.
1: Heck yeah. Awesome time, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks.